Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, also host of the Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. I wish I could start this better, um, but we it has been a tough day for Jeff and uh, all his colleagues over at the Daily Memphian with the passing of Jennifer Biggs. So I wanted to start it by say, saying uh, prayers to you, prayers to everybody over the Daily Memphian and, and, and Jennifer's family. That is just brutal news to hear today. Yeah, it was rough. Um, I mean, we knew it wasn't going well, um, but uh, it was still, it was still, um, it was still rough. And uh, it's nice to see so many people uh, who appreciated her. And uh, I mean, I was lucky enough that I, I don't know how it happened, but it, it just evolved that I ended up having her as a fairly regular guest on the radio show. <laughs> it's funny. I, I literally got a email today from someone who said, that we had, who was it? Uh, he he said, I asked Don DeWeese. Don DeWeese, of course, is the Gibson's Donut guy. Right. He said, I uh, I asked, uh, he said the, the chemistry was so good. Oh, I know who it was. It was Andy Fletcher, who is the, um, Andy Fletcher is the major league umpire who's from Memphis. Mm-hmm. And um, and he reads the Daily Memphian and he listens to our shows and he's a major league umpire but he still is, is out there like a lot of people, like, like in the same way that I'm connected to Buffalo mm-hmm. from afar, he, Andy is connected um, to Memphis. And he said that he used to listen to, uh, to the, to the segments that Jennifer did on my show. He said, and we had such chemistry mocking each other and right. whatever else that he asked Don Deweese if there was something going on between us, if there was a thing, <laughs> if there was a thing. And that is such a compliment. I do want to say for the record, there was not, but that's the kind of friends we were. I just like, it's the old, uh, at some point in life you ask, can you be friends with some of the opposite gender? And we were both single throughout most of the time. A lot of the time we've known each other. And um, she just is, 
I've used this line a lot now is that at some point you get to a stage where you don't make new friends, you recognize them. In other words, when you see someone, you just recognize that that person is someone who's wired to be your friend. And, uh, and, but I, so many people feel that way about Jennifer. I mean, I a guy named Dee Dee Malmo wrote me and said, um, Jennifer Biggs was my, my best friend and I never met her. And she just had the way of like, she just carried you along with her enthusiasm yep. and her enthusiasm for food and her enthusiasm for whiskey and enthusiasm for Memphis. And, and so I think that's why there's been the reaction that there has been is that she mattered and she had an impact. And yep. so whether it's people in the restaurant business or just people who like to eat, um, I, you know, I'm, she, she, she was a blast. And, uh, and so I've, uh, I've just been finishing up writing a piece about her, which will go up at the Daily Memphis pretty soon. And I'm trying to read everything that everyone else has said about her. John Bifus wrote a really lovely uh, piece in the uh, CA about her. And I miss her already, but um, but I'm glad to have been her friend. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I will share those sentiments. I never met Jennifer, but hearing her on with you, she always made the, the segment so inviting. You know what I mean? She just made it so personable, friendly the entire time, and that was that was always fun. It was always fun to listen. She's to funny. Song. She's gossipy. Like there's, there's this. We used to have this. Like newsrooms used to be. It's not really true anymore because of this remote work and layoffs and like newsrooms aren't the same. Newsrooms aren't the way you pictured them in the in the movies and the whatever. There were eighty people who were, but newsrooms used to be these incredibly vibrant places because people who go into journalism, like. They, they don't, they're not in it for money, you know, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in it for like their storytellers and, um, and they're mostly, they're not good at things like math or running their lives or anything else, but they're hilarious and they're, or they're belligerent or that like, they're just these colorful places. And she just like is a perfect old school journalist who is, yeah, she's thoughtful and she's hardworking and she's dedicated, but she's also gossipy and uh, and <laughs> stubborn and and just loves a good story. You know, I was, I was talking to DJ Naylor, who is the uh, who runs Celtic Crossing and and Bog and Barley, and um, he said I think she liked us writing about us. She said because you know we're Irish and we're he said, bat ass crazy, you know, <laughs> he said, but I said, yeah, I said, right. And truth is Jennifer was a little badass crazy yourself. Just like I'm a little badass crazy. And that's sort of how journalists are a little bit. And so, mm. um, anyway, she was a blast and a lot of fun. And, um, and I think she had an impact on Memphis. I know she did. No like question. I, uh, Kelly English said that, um, the review that she, that she did of, Iris, he said 15 years ago, he knew he had a good restaurant and he knew he had a good staff, but he didn't know if he was any good. And mm-hmm. the review that he, he was just waiting for someone to, and the review that she wrote changed his life. Yep. And, um, and so she had an impact in all kinds of ways, but not just on high end restaurants and people who had food trucks and, and everything else. And there was a guy who wrote in a comment to a story at the Daily Memphian today about how she went out with them that, that who they serve meals to the homeless. And, you know, it's a whole different kind of meal and a whole different whatever. And she went, she was interested in food and she was interested in people. And, 
anyway, I, I, I appreciate your condolences, mm-hmm. I, and, and uh, there's a lot of people who left her. No question. No question. Now, hard to transition from there, but talking with Jeff Calkins, columnist of the Daily Memphian. Uh, Grizzly schedule release today. Anything, uh, anything jump off? For you, I mean, uh, for, we're, jumped off. We're, 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 we're worried, but I, I got to say we're worried about the first 25 games and the 25 games. I'm not I'm not overly worried about that schedule. That schedule's not all. It's not a backbreaker. So uh, I confess that I have uh, I've had to because I've been writing something else. I've been brushing up on the schedule. But what leapt out to me. I mean, the first thing I, I, the first thing, isn't it, that we are paying attention to Jaws return? Of course. And how do we feel about uh, Jaws' return December nineteenth at New Orleans? I feel good about it. I feel all right. I, I do get a kick out of the NBA leaving them off Christmas Day, giving them less national televised, nationally televised games, and then the game that he returns is a is a TNT nationally televised game at New Orleans. Right. But no, I, I feel uh, yeah. fine about it, and I, I do. I was wondering. Is Zion going to play in that game or not? <laughs> no, no, come on. No Zion. I don't. I, no Zion. If I, well, I mean, I think we have a big enough sample size to uh, project him out of that game, right? Um, and then what's interesting is I think that's fine. I mean, I'd rather he return at home. But if you're going to return on the road, New Orleans is nearby, and there's plenty of good seats available usually, and so it's a good place to visit. So, um, so I don't mind December 19th. At New Orleans, then you've got home against Miami. I mean, against Indiana. That's his first home game. Yep. And this is presuming he comes back after 25 games, right? Which I presume I'm going to presume he will. Uh, but you, For now. you never know if things go awry. But then you've got the next four on the road. So five of his first six games are on the road, which is a little uh, weird. Uh, but there, there you have it. It's a nice, um, nice test for how he uh, how he conducts himself on the road coming back from suspension. Le- that's exactly right. Let's see how you're handling these road trips. They could have sent him to Denver. That would have been amusing early on, right? If they're just back to the old haunts. <laughs> well, I mean, one um, of the one of the one of those games is Denver, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so is one of them? Yeah, Denver, on that Thursday. That oh, you're Thursday. right. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. I see that now. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. We'll see how this is working. But it, uh, it looks like it'll be a short stay. We'll have one night after New Orleans, then they have to right. get out for a back-to-back uh, against the Clippers. Okay, well, here's the question. If you could go to uh, – we're, we're, pretend we're doing a draft. Okay. And we've got season tickets here and season tickets together. What's your number one pick? My number one pick. Let's see. This is, this is tough. I mean, number one pick's always going to be MLK Day, right, against Golden State. I think that would be me. MLK Day against Golden State on TNT, that would be my number one pick. What about you? Well, I think that's a, I mean, that's a great one, obviously, and it's Golden State and it's MLK Day. Yep. I mean, I think, I think it depends on whether you plan to go away MLK weekend instead or whatever. Like, right. I do like, I really do like the um, – I really do like the Friday, Black Friday game against Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's big. Going to game Thanksgiving weekend, like around Christmas, I'm always scrambling. Like I don't, it, uh, the day or two days before Christmas or around Christmas, I don't really want, wouldn't want to go to, I, I, I'm less, particularly before Christmas. If there's a game before Christmas, a home game before Christmas, I'm not that interested in going to that because I'm racing around doing stuff. But if there's a game Thanksgiving weekend, it's kind of perfect. You, you know, yep. I mean, this one, of course, is you do Thanksgiving and then the next day 
I'm not one of these people who's going to be out there shopping on Black Friday. Can I ask this? Do people really, I mean, compared to how it used to be, do people really get out of their house and go to stores on Black Friday? It's mostly like Amazon and online stores, it feels like. Well, I guess I, there's whatever. There's, there's whatever Cyber the Monday, is. too. There's Cyber Monday. That's it, Cyber Monday. I mean, I think they do if they might if a particular store has a particular sale. Yes. So I think some people are driven by sales, and so therefore on Black Friday there will still be some black – but it's obviously less important yes. than, than it once was. But that's a really appealing game. Honestly, I would like to see the return of Dylan Brooks yep. on December 15th. Um, so I'd, I'd kind of enjoy <laughs> – that one, My, Rob Rob Fisher was on the show before this, and you know he does he uh-huh. does it up well, he, uh, his schedule. It's yeah, fantastic no, how he how yeah. he lays he, it out for you. Every year, he did make year. this point about the Dylan Brooks return. They're going to have two opportunities to play at Houston before he returns before to Memphis. That. Do you think he says something annoying before we get to that home game that that has the fan base a little bit up in arms that could change a standing O to so two booze? Oh. Well, okay. Let's first say, let's per, let you say could change a standing out. Let's let's first say let's pretend those games didn't exist. Okay. Are you saying there would be a standing out? Are you? I, are think, you I think that sure I think that there, there would be. I think there would be about a, half the stadium up for a standing O and a nice ode to Dylan. I think there'd be a nice ovation. Do you think he'd get some booze though? Mixed in, but I don't know if you, I think they'd be drowned out by the by the clapping. I think so. I mean, do you, I, I mean, do you, do you, what, what, I mean, this is this is an interesting topic because I feel like we we have mixed reviews here about what's going to happen when Dylan Brooks is in Memphis. I think Rob is right that what he says between now and then will shape the reaction. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I think even now, the reaction... I don't really think should be mixed. It's the, the Grizzlies decided to move on. This I go right. back to my old theory. Like the the only time you boo someone who leaves your team is when 
it's their choice to leave their team when you wanted them to come back. So did I mind Cleveland fans booing LeBron after he left? No, not at all. He chose to leave Cleveland. He should boo him. Um, they should boo him. I got no problems with that. Um, but, uh, I mean, at least the first time when he went to Miami without having won a title in Cleveland. Once he won the I title. I think the decision was just a little much for yeah, Cleveland fans. Yeah, 100% boo. But, like, if Cal's going to, if Cal, John Calipari ever came to Memphis and people wanted to boo him, Memphians want him to be here. He left on his own. Therefore, that earns booze, yeah. whether, you, whether you believe it or not. Whereas Dylan did not leave on his own. He was not wanted. And, and so he then said some things that are like, I don't care if I ever come back here like that, whatever. But let's just because he had injured feelings. And honestly, anything he says leading up to his return to Memphis is still going to be a product of his injured feelings. But I do think there is a – I think – his his greeting will be shaped by what happens uh, between now and then. I think that is clearly. I think that is clearly true. I see, and I I wonder if I mean based on the the interactions they've had. I I I, I have doubts about With him actually going crazy. Fine. Yeah. How about I, he'd I have to talk the about one... the fan base. He could talk about the fan base. That would be interesting. Yeah, because he was like he was booed. He was, he was booed at times. Yeah, yeah, he was booed. Like he could lash out to the fan base. He's and even when he was good, players. there were people, there were detractors. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He he he's not going to lash out at the players. He likes the players. He might, and we already has lashed a little bit, criticized how he was used, and the fans. I think those are fair game. I think the other game, by the way, that you'd have to put into the depends how you feel about New Year's Eve. Like, do you have your own big plans for New Year's Eve? Are you always looking for something to do on New Year's? Eve? I'm looking. I for think. Something. That's what I think. Home against Sacramento on New Year's Eve, that's terrific. Yep. I mean, that's a that is a that's got to be a top three or four pick, doesn't it? I, I would think so. Uh, do, do you do you give any game. do you give any thought to Tyus coming back home? What day is that? Let me figure that out. Tyus oh, coming yeah. back to to Memphis. Do you give any thought to that one? No. None. Z- zero. Practically zero. But, I mean, what I, I, I care about it more than a Charlotte game or something? Yeah, sure. Right. Like, whatever. And, but and that's March 12th. My, that's late in the would year. I, would I go out of my way one way or another to be at that game to see? I like Tyus. a good guy. I like Tyus. He did his role here and all that classy, everything else. He's not the kind of player you yeah. go out of your uh, out of your way to and that see, team and he's not the too. kind of personality. He's fine, perfectly fine. Like he'll get a nice, <laughs> yeah, tire, right. yeah. you know, he'll get that, and that's fine. But I think we've narrowed it down. I think the MLK game, I think the home game, the home opener, the opener because it's the home opener. I think the uh, Indiana game, which is uh, after Jaw returns. I think that Friday against Durant. Yep. And of Thanksgiving against Durant uh, and New Year's Eve, Sacramento. Now, aren't, the, aren't those aren't those the best? I, I think yes. Some people say Denver World Champion Denver. Well, it's fine, yeah. but that, that doesn't to me compare with any of the ones I just mentioned. Yeah, the star power on Denver, besides Jokic, it's just not. It's not the same. Like Phoenix is ridiculously loaded. Um, does does the the fight for the NBA Cup for that Denver? Um, that Denver Black Friday game do anything for you? Does it have an? Does it add a dimension? For you, that they're fighting for the NBA Cup. That's one of the uh, the the group stage games for the NBA in season tournament. Yeah, I mean, we sort of talked about this. I don't think, I don't think at the group stage it will really. My view is, 
they might as well try this because what the hell? Like, yeah. if, if you're if you're telling me that regular season games are meaningless, if some as pe- some people do, then it doesn't make it. Then then why would I object to them trying to do it something to give it more meaning? Would it? Do I predict that it's going to give it terrific amounts of new meaning, more meaning for me? No. I think to the extent that it will kick in, maybe is once you get to the knockout round. And I also think this is true. I think because of the emphasis of the league wanting this to succeed, I think you're going to have less load management. So I think those are games where you can, where you would be better, safer to predict that you will see the players you want to see, mm-hmm. because I think the league is going to say, yo, when you're doing your league, man- well, your load management teams, please um, try to, make sure people are available for these games because we're trying to launch this thing and we care about it. Don't you think they're going to do yeah. that? Don't you think the league is going to put some sort of emphasis on don't sit those games out? I, I think so, but I, can you really, if there's like one that's caught in a back-to-back, can you really force no, them? No, And no, you can't force them and you can't predict injuries either. Right. Um, so, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I think there, there's going to be emphasis on playing those games, but I, I don't know how much. I really don't. Like is it, it's the, fun to look it, at this. It's yes. fun to look at it and think of the, 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 the year on spooling. And, of course, the problem is is that we can sit here and predict what games are going to be good and what games are going to be bad. And in the end, some of the best games are just come out of the blue. Like you just yep. – you, 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 could, you could never predict it. Um, and, um, and, that's part of the, and that's part of the fun part of this. I was kind of – I still think 13 – uh, nationally televised games is pretty good. Like yeah. if you want to say they got whacked by not getting, you know, getting knocked from eighteen to thirteen, that's fine. But thirteen is still more than any other season than they've had. And the previous, as Chris Harrington pointed out in his piece, previous high was ten. Other than last year, eighteen. Previous high was ten and fifteen, sixteen, and and now you've got thirteen. And you remember my saying, right, on the whole thing, right, Jeff? You remember my you saying replied. when you get pat on the backside. Don't 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 crap in don't crap in a hand. Exactly right. Yes. Exactly. When, when you get patted on the butt, don't poop in the old hand. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not hard ta- to argue. Hard to argue. <laughs> yeah. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Um, why is realignment just the most ridiculous thing ever? You did you see the Pat Forty uh, the Pat Forty report? Condoleezza Rice for Stanford and George W. Bush for SMU are now contacting ACC officials to lobby for those schools to get an ACC invite. This is the it gets so tiring and ridiculous to follow all of this, and we have former president, former Secretary of Defense stepping up to try to make this happen. I I, I don't insane. blame those universities, and I don't blame their representatives, and uh, but. I mean, the whole thing is propi- yes, yes. The whole thing is. is who who is do we get from Memphis to to try to get that ACC? Well, about? that's the thing. I mean, the, I think the real answer is Fred Smith, right? I mean, yeah. that that is the person who has. But um, you know, if you want to get uh, you know whatever rapper you have in mind, <laughs> if, you, if you wanted to do that, that would be fine. Like you could go a whole different direction, you know. Uh, here, that would be okay. Someone say Justin Timberlake. Someone suggested Justin Timberlake to me, and I hate to say this. I don't even particularly connect him to Memphis anymore. I know he'll show up wearing a Memphis hat or a Memphis shirt or whatever, but he doesn't live in Memphis. He sold his, like, house on the riverfront plenty a while ago. Yeah, I don't don't think he does the golf course anymore. He doesn't, like, I don't, I don't. Uh, I don't think Justin Timberlake is doing that. For I think Three us. Six Mafia think could that. help out. 
it, I think Ducey J or whoever, like Ui, I think is fine. Like that'd be interesting, you know. Uh, but I think the real answer, honestly, the real answer is Fred. Like that yeah. is, is the, the is the. And he's trying. Yeah, he, this is he's done and this he's, before. He's been doing yes. it. Like yeah, we can gripe all you want about George W. or Condoleezza. I can't believe they're getting that. Literally, however many years it was, we had Fred Smith trying to buy, at least allegedly or reportedly. Um, by sponsoring a league championship game. And so it's not like Memphis hasn't been down this road trying to lobby. I've always wondered, what was the truth to that? How much truth was there to that? A fair amount? Because that was like a Bleacher Uh, Report article, if I I remember right. I do believe that, uh, I mean, Alan Graff at the time, who was the CFO at FedEx and was a, he's an Indiana guy, graduated from Indiana, but like so many people who come to Memphis and then, roll up their sleeves and try to do good work on behalf of Memphis. Alan Graff did. He became a big University of Memphis supporter. He's on the board, everything else. And um, and he was, at the time, very confident about Memphis's chances of getting into the Big 12. And he never told me, you know, whatever, what they had promised or whatnot. But the level of involvement and enthusiasm for that effort was such that I – do believe that um, that FedEx would have been was willing to to certainly um, to get engaged in 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 real meaningful sponsorship right. stuff had Memphis landed in the right spot. And it still didn't make it happen. That's frustrating. It's always frustrating. But hey, it is the what it is. Thing has been frustrating. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. But Jeff, appreciate it, man. Thanks for hopping yeah. on. It's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X, Daily Memphian columnist. Find all of his work, dailymemphian.com, and find all of his radio work, 929ESPN.com, and 9 to 11 right here on 929FM ESPN. Now, uh, I already mentioned Condoleezza Rice and George W. Bush are lobbying on on, on behalf of their respective uh, institutions to get an ACC invite, but we also have some rumors, some rumors about AAC schools, four AAC schools in particular, Joining the Pac-12, I'll tell you the names of those schools when we return right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM, ESPN. Football season is quickly approaching, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets back every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on just about anything. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That's my promo code, G-A-B-E-K, and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash Gabe K, G-A-B-E-K. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Max bonus $50 unless specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Now, Pat Forty yesterday reported that we have some lobbying going on. Not just governmental lobbying, but there, there are former governmental members. Condoleezza Rice, who went to Stanford, and George W. Bush, who went to SMU, are contacting ACC officials to lobby for those schools to get an ACC invite. Realignment is 
absolutely insane. What they do to go get a dollar from media rights to be aligned with a good college athletic conference, it's, there's no end to it. There's no stopping. Now, you have brought up to me the 3-6 Mafia. You think the DJ Paul and Juicy J would do a good job for Memphis? <laughs> Sure, yeah. I'm not sure that was 100% a serious take by me when I sent you that text off air, Gabe. Appreciate you bringing that to air. Of course I have to bring it to the air. I mean, yeah, they would be fine. But I agree with... somebody. I agree with... uh, Who would it be? It would probably be Fred. 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 I think it would probably have to be Fred. Okay, yeah. Kathy Bates? Kathy Bates did not go to the University of Memphis. Morgan Freeman? They're around here. Ole Miss. That's yeah. Ole Miss. No, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not quite sure I did sure love who John Martin. John Martin took to uh, Twitter to say Kathy Bates and then realized that Kathy Bates went to SMU, too. Oh, so, so that- shoot. <laughs> she did, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Oh, no. She went to SMU, oh, so that, no. would, that would not help Memphis, ultimately. Um, I think Penny Hardaway would be fine, too. Why not? Throw Penny out there. See, that? to be honest, the answer's... Penny. I feel like the answer would be Penny, but he is a coach for the yes. University of Memphis, so I'm not sure if yes. if that if that looks odd that he would be lobbying for his own school. And to I, get you there, know, but. it's it's hard to you know get as distinguished as a uh, as a former president. I will say that. Whatever your thoughts are on George W. Bush and Condoleezza Rice, I know there's a lot of people that don't have positive thoughts about either of them, but it's hard to get as distinguished as those. Those folks, but again, no end to what these schools will do to try to get where they want to go in college athletics. Now, MHVER3. This is one of the accounts out there that puts rumor after rumor, and it's been right a lot of the time. He was right about uh, he or she. I I don't want to assume. Um, But via X, via Twitter, has put out a lot of rumors out there that have come come to fruition, ultimately. The Pac-12, the deterioration of the Pac-12, MHVER3 was correct. MHVER in their bio says, I am not a media member, but I have sources, and I give you the information from said sources. And MHVER is also the one that said four AAC schools are ready to jump to the Pac-12, Pac-4 of Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, Washington State. They have started that rumor. Now, the AAC schools that have been mentioned by MHVER3 do not include Memphis. These schools are Tulane, SMU, USF. USF, I mean, people can have their conversations, but Tampa Bay, decent-sized market in Florida, southern footprint, very solid. And then Rice. Rice is the fourth of the four AAC schools that could make the jump. So Rice would then take a jump to the AAC and then immediately jump into the Pac-12. I I just, one... You take these with a grain of salt. You believe everything and you believe nothing when it comes to realignment. But looking at these schools, mostly academically, Rice, Tulane, SMU, all private institutions, not a lot of students, but very good academically. If the Pac-12 is seriously giving thought to this, it's just strange to me because it shows me that that elitist, academic attitude that got them in this mess has not morphed. Right. It hasn't changed at all. Have they learned a thing? It would be like a diehard alcoholic losing his family and then drinking a fifth the next day. It doesn't make any sense. Get yourself into rehab. Try to find people out there that can help you grow as an athletic conference. you got to stop attaching yourself to academics. Because you have denied people in the past that have grown out of your shadow, I mean, that have grown 
way above you. The Texas and Oklahomas of the world, all these other schools that you could have expanded with that were in the Big 12 that you didn't want to expand with. You have gotten completely left because you have attached yourself to academics and you're diving right back in with these schools. It's just strange to me. I don't get it. And they clearly have not learned from this entire situation where they lost three quarters of their damn conference. If you were going to learn, you'd learn at that point, right? Right. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really understand building your athletic conference on the basis of academics when you just laid out everything that you just <laughs> laid out. That is what led to your demise. So yes. why would you try it again? I, I don't understand that thought process at all. It once again calls into question the leadership of the Pac-4 or the Pac-12, whatever the hell you want to call them. It just that doesn't make any sense to me that they'd be taking that lesson from this whole situation. It's just it's very odd. I do want to say while you were talking about that, I also thought of the perfect representative for Memphis to lobby. Okay, we got to get Austin Butler dressed up as Elvis. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's the answer. Austin Butler as Elvis, Mama. Where's Austin? We gotta get him in the Where's Pac-12. Austin Butler from? Where's Where is he, he from? from? I yeah. think he's from Texas. We dress him up. We dress him up know. as a as a uh, as a famous Memphian Elvis, and we try to make something happen. Okay, why not? We can go with that. That's fine. It's, it's as good as any option we've come up with, right? He's from California. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how he's that got would roots. Work. Yeah, but I just I, I the the Pac-12 has put themselves behind the eight ball with this academic attitude. And you want to hop back in. And you're willing, because you're so attached to academics, to take Rice? What is Rice? Rice has been decent at baseball. In basketball and in football, they've been miserable for a long, long time. Athletically, Memphis has superseded just about anything Rice has done in their history. I cannot understand it. You're building an athletic conference, not an academic conference. Now, I understand that Stanford and Cal – can sort of run everything up. They have the pockets. They have the the ears of the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 wants to keep them, and maybe they want to keep it academic. But at some point, start thinking in your best interest. Adding Rice, adding USF, adding SMU, adding Tulane, that's not ultimately in your best interest. Maybe a couple of those, Tulane, SMU, USF, I guess I kind of get. But leaving Memphis out of the question in an athletics conference over Rice, it's stupid. That's the only way I can put it. Now, granted, these are rumors, and they're from a, a un, unverified account on Twitter, but he has been right on a lot of these things. It's just you have to at some point when you've gotten spurned by being this academia, being attached to academia, at some point you have to change your mindset. And it seems as if the Pac-12 is not ready to do that. One thing I also saw with the Rice involvement was that they are in Houston, Texas. <laughs> that uh, that's yeah. a reasoning I saw was that they that for you some know, reason the we Pac- to- how many times have we talked about the University of Houston barely having a hold on the city of Houston? You think Rice has any <laughs> level of hold on the city of Houston? Hey, no, of course I, not. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just presenting some rumors I have seen. Now again. I, I understand the market size always trumps actual market, you know, people actually, the consumer. You know what I mean? The consumer actually watching the product. If you have enough eyeballs and enough TV sets, they feel as if there's growth opportunity. 
But if rice would have grown, if, if, if rice was going to grow and, you, and, and they had this opportunity this whole time, don't you think they would have grown? Don't you think that fan base would have been larger at this point? Probably. It's just, if, if these rumors are true, I just, I, I, there's no help in the Pac-12. And it, and it honestly confirms what we talked about yesterday about their leadership and their mindset right now. They're still not out of that academic mindset until they get out of that. As the rest of the country, the rest of the power conferences have, they're going to be behind. And, and it, you know, you look at it, 108-year history being erased because of this, you will, you will continue to go down that path. It sounds like they're trying to survive instead of evolve. <laughs> if they were trying to survive, they, I think you, I, I would almost push against that. If you were trying to survive, you'd get the best ac- athletic programs you could. Well, that's what I mean, that's survive with what they've been doing. Yeah, but they, yeah. I guess, but they're not trying to. It, survival with Rice, SMU, Tulane, and uh, and USF is not. I wouldn't bet on it. You know what I mean? Getting to eight teams with those, I wouldn't bet on them surviving. And then also, you you probably would try to take teams out of the Mountain West Conference. And at that point, they have to pay a thirty-four million dollar exit fee. Your media rights deal would have to be on par. Pac-12 is just killing themselves by a million different paper cuts. I, I would say actually the last one was probably getting stabbed. It would though. be like them I would having— say, I would say the, this last round with Oregon and Washington and the, uh, the four corner schools, that was getting stabbed. It, but it has been a million <laughs> different paper cuts over the years. It's like they have flint and steel and everybody else has a blowtorch. <laughs> it's like they're trying to make fire in the most primitive way, and everybody else is like, we're way ahead of you, dude. But they, it, it's almost this— uh, with the academic stand, uh, standards, it's almost they're raising their nose at everybody else. They're just sort of, everybody else is below them, unless you're on academic par with them. It's not us who was wrong, it was everyone else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too late for that, brother. It's too late. It is way unless too late. Unless they want Memphis, then we're back in. Yeah. Now, Marcus Pippen, or Marcus Pippen, <laughs> who knows if he might take her last name, Marcus Jordan and Larsa <laughs> Pippen. <laughs> May be on the verge probably wants of getting married, and I think we need to break it down when we return with Small Talk on the Gabe Kuncho 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Coon Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. They have their speaker series announced for the fall. All at Hilton Memphis is where they will be held. Um, but eight parts. Eight different speakers. If you need tickets, you need information, go to MemphisTDClub.com. Now, Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen, they've had this relationship going on for about two years now. Of course, Marcus Jordan is the eldest son of Michael Jordan. Larsa Pippen is Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. And (laughs) TMZ approached Marcus Jordan about a potential wedding between the two. They've been together a while. Hey, is this going to evolve from here? And Marcus Jordan said, we're looking at dates and venues. So it looks like Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are going to get married. You know, you know where my mind went first? You know, you know, wives usually change their name to their, their husband's last name. Larsa Jordan is my first thought. But I don't know if she'd leave the Pippen name because she doesn't want to leave Scottie Pippen Jr. behind. She wants to make sure that she still has that name. But think about this, Larsa Pippen Jordan. That would be, that is what I'm hoping happens. I hope we have a dash name, Larsa Pippen Jordan. This is just a wild story. Or Larsa Jordan Pippen. Ooh, <laughs> Scotty might take offense having the Jordan name ahead of his. 
Doesn't the the one that you're going by go last usually? Isn't that usually how it works? I don't know. Isn't it sort of in the eye of the behold? Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm not. I don't know the rules. You need to. You're about to get married. Well, she's taking my last name. Oh, she's, she's not keeping. She's not, she's she's not, not going to keep hers as like she's a middle. Not, yeah, she's not dashing or anything. I got you. So yeah, I don't know the rules. Could you imagine though meeting a child? Like you're in a like grown adult. Yeah. You meet a child, and like 20 years later, that <laughs> child takes your wife. He Pippin probably babysat Marcus at some point. I wonder. I wonder. Scotty Pippen, do you think he's a good babysitter? Do you think he'd be into that? Pippen? Michael? No idea. Maybe in the moment. Maybe I know Jordan. Moment. They were cool I, I, for a second. They're not cool listen, anymore. I know Michael's definitely not a good babysitter. <laughs> F them kids, yeah. man. He, he does not care. He puts on Space Jam and walks away. Yeah. Again, I think one, I, of, my, one of the funniest things about Space Jam is he's like, yeah, my kids aren't going to be in it. <laughs> he has kids in the movie and they yeah, aren't his children. Yeah, I know. I know. He probably could have got his son paid, too, in that movie. Thing. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I, I am, I'm still dumbfounded by this entire relationship. And I mean, if they get married and we have a Larsa Jordan Pippen, Larsa Pippen Jordan, I just, I, I don't know how. Do you think? Do you think Michael's proud of him? No. Or do you think he? No. I, I wonder what his opinion of it is because he, he hated their basketball well, careers. Yeah, you know, Marcus was a walk-on at UCF, right? And he wasn't any good. No, he was not good so at he all. He was not happy with that. Um, and now that he's in a relationship with his former teammate's ex-wife, I just can't imagine. I, I, again, I've always wondered what Michael Jordan's thoughts are on this. I think he's given him to a like TMZ like once, and he said, I don't really approve of it, but Marcus doesn't seem to care. I still want to know what his mindset is. And also, is he forking over the money to pay for the wedding? Or is that Mark, out of Marcus's pocket? I'm sure he's taken care of pretty I have well. no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Is Gotti invited to the wedding? Ooh. And I would imagine Larsa got a divorce settlement. You think she pays for the wedding out of her divorce settlement money? This is just, there's a lot of layers to this. There's a lot of layers to this. But we have one hour left in the show. Um, and it is Grizzly schedule release day. And, you know, I've always heard in radio. He's going to be the stepdad of Pippin's child. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that just hit my brain, too. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. That, there's too many layers to this. But we have one hour left in the show. And it is Grizzly schedule release day. Um, and in radio, when we have something good, we play it twice. We play it twice. We're going to get to the Blitz here at 6.30, but coming up next, we will replay a great interview, great conversation with Rob Fisher that we had earlier in the show about the Grizzlies' schedule release. That's next on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. WMFS-FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS-Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Did you know that Infinity has some of the best designed luxury vehicles on the market? And you'll find incredible performance and amazing savings this month at Infinity of Memphis. Enjoy $1,000 off any new Infinity internet price. Plus 2.9% APR for 36 months and 5.9% APR for 60 months on select vehicles. If you're ready to conquer your life in style, Infinity of Memphis will match you with the perfect vehicle of your dreams. From classics to daring sedans, crossovers and full-size 
full-size SUVs that will make your heart race. Come by and explore our new Infiniti lineup plus 1,000 off for a limited time and 2.9% for 36 months. And you'll be glad you did. Infiniti of Memphis, conveniently located on Germantown Road just north of I-40. Infiniti of Memphis, 3060 North Germantown Road or shop online at infinityofmemphis.com. APR financing for well-qualified buyers. Not all buyers will qualify. Contact the retailer for complete details. Offer valid through 831-23. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The legend of Zaxby's hand-breaded chicken. The fire of roasted corn. The crunch of tortilla strips. The kick of Southwest Ranch. That's right, y'all. You better saddle up because the Southwest salad is back for a limited time. And as always, it's not for the faint of flavor. So order the Southwest Salad and the Zaxby's Rewards app while it's still on the horizon. Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. All 650 acquisition V, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, 4 PE, 6 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.